Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers and they've hit a little bump in the road and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 With you, Oilers Now, as always, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Ched uses Digitex for their copiers and printers, and the service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings. Digitexsupplies.ca. Bob Stoffer continuing his vacation in Disneyland, but he will join us on the program here very shortly to talk about some Oiler-related matters. More on that in a second. At 12.35, our Wednesday regular contributor, Craig Simpson. NHL Hockey and Rogers, Hockey Night in Canada. He'll have the call alongside Jim Hewson tonight. Game three of the Western Conference Final as the series shifts to Vegas, tied at one game apiece. At 105, Sam Cosentino, friend of the show. He is a Sportsnet's lead junior analyst. He'll uh, talk about the Memorial Cup, which kicks off Friday in Regina. And also, he'll talk about Sportsnet's latest draft rankings and some options for the Oilers at pick 10. At 135, John Paddock, he is the head coach and senior VP of hockey operations for the Regina Pats to talk about the Memorial Cup. He'll also talk about Oilers prospect Cameron Hebig, who is, of course, on Regina's roster for that tournament. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063, brought to you by the River Creek Resort and Casino. They have Nazareth on August 10th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Email us, OilersNow at 630Ched.com. You can text us at 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Or check out their great selection today at WestlockFord.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at OilersNow, at Bob underscore Stoffer at Brendan Ulrich. And Devin Horns behind the glass today. Devin, give us uh, your Twitter handle. Dude, it's underscore. Devin. 
Are you getting any more followers that we've been uh, mentioning that on the show? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, we'll keep trying. <laughs> it's only my third day, right? <laughs> yeah. If we can get you uh, one per day, I think that's uh, an accomplishment. Ooh, that'd be nice. I'm working on one per uh, you know month every time I mention my Twitter handle, so you'll get there eventually. <laughs> I got a very, very long way to go. You can follow us on Twitter at Oilers Now. All right, so every Tuesday on Oilers Now, it's Stoffer and Spectre. Spectre was on uh, Monday before uh, he boarded a flight to uh, Vegas. So Mark Spector will join us tomorrow on the program for a recap of uh, Game 3. Tonight, Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday on Oilers Now, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing at Northlands this Saturday. We're going to bring aboard Bob Stoffer here very shortly. We'll get to about last night. We'll set up the game tonight with NHL today. But there is a report on the Oilers today about a signing. And uh, we'll give credit where credit is due here. Ryan Rashog from uh, TSN. He is out in Denmark uh, covering the World Championships, but he did report today that it sounds like the Oilers may have locked up Swedish defenseman Joel Persson. I believe that's how you pronounce the the name. Um, He's Swedish. He is uh, 24 years old, and he's a right-shot defenseman. So here's the thing. He fits the bill for the Oilers in terms of his skill set. He's... Small, 5'11", but he's an offensive uh, puck-moving D-man. And I was watching some videos on YouTube earlier, and he can shoot the puck. He can really hammer the puck. And uh, that's what the Oilers need more of. So it makes a lot of sense from that standpoint. Um, the question is, can he uh, you know, take that s- skill set and succeed at the NHL level? That is to be determined. Um, He's only spent one year in in the SHL, which is the top uh, Swedish league, but he was very good last year with the Lakers. And uh, he was second in the league in de-scoring in points. He can shoot the puck. He ran the power play there, was good in the playoffs as well. So on the surface, it looks good. Don't know a lot about the guy. Other than the, the videos I watched on YouTube, I read some uh, scouting reports on him. He was never drafted into the NHL. So a bit of a long shot, but it seems like he's uh, getting better and better every year. And uh, I think it's uh, worth worth a gamble for Peter Shirelli and the Oilers here to go out and sign someone like this. It uh, brings another option to the table. You have Ethan Bear, of course, trying to crack the roster next season. I think you would like to see Bear start the season uh, in the AHL and uh, maybe come up at some point. So maybe... Having uh, Person as your six or seven defenseman, that would uh, lead to that being the case with Bear down in the minors. Now, we don't know what else Peter Shirley is going to do to rework the D this offseason, but uh, it looks like this is step one. I know Elliot Friedman had mentioned uh, way back in January in his uh, 31 Thoughts blog that this was a possibility for the Oilers and uh, Ryan Rashog reporting on that today as well from uh, Denmark. We'll see if Bob Stoffer has more of a scouting report on Person uh, when we talk with him uh, here in a few minutes on the program. Let's quickly get to about last night as we now have a series in the Eastern Conference Final. We'll consider this NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing more than just sportswear. But here's Dave Mishkin with the call as Tampa Bay knocks off the Capitals 4-2 for their first win of the series. The Capitals currently leading that series two games to one. Draw right circle. Nikita Kucherov 
Back for Victor Hedman, center point. Shoots, blocked, but following up point. Left circle. Left circle to Stamkos, center point Hedman. Right circle Kucherov. Fires! Score! Kucherov! Top shelf, 2 nothing Lightning! Center point Kucherov. Right circle Sergachev. Mikhail Sergachev. Pivoting, returns Kucherov, center point. Nikita Kucherov. Stick handles to the left no, point. Dangerous no. play here, but he gets loose left circle. Then he fumbles he it. Fumbled it. Oh, yo, yo. And Orlov, I think, ready for a change here. Takes it out to center ice, dumps it in. Coburn on the counter. Stamp goes across the blind. Kucherov reels it into the right circle. Caps players are tired. Kucherov finds Palat. Right corner. Right circle. Kucherov. High slot. Hedman. Score! Hedman! 3 nothing Lightning! Phil Esposito there. Oh, 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 oh. He was wrong because it turned into a goal for Tampa Bay. It worked out okay as uh, they they knocked off the Capitals. That series now 2-1. This is NHL Today uh, for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Tonight, of course, Game 3 of uh, the Western Conference Final in Vegas. That series tied 1-1. We'll chat more about uh, that game with uh, Craig Simpson at 12.35. Uh, Team Canada, by the way, at the Worlds. They will play Russia on Thursday in the quarterfinals. We had Braden Shen on the program yesterday. He had a goal uh, on a line with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. McDavid two assists in that game, and uh, Nugent-Hopkins a goal and an assist. That's NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. All right. We played California Love to open the show, and we hope that uh, California is showing some love for our friend and host of this program, uh, Bob Stoffer. Bob, how are things going? Uh, probably a little bit quieter than they were last week, Brendan, when you were a couple weeks ago when you were in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you mean quiet as in your vacation or quiet on the uh, Oilers well, front? Yeah. No. Today, uh, today we're in Legoland. Uh, Legoland. Uh, these are sort of the things you do when you're a dad. Yep. So uh, Disneyland for two days and then out to Legoland for a day and then back to Disneyland for a couple days. So it's uh, it's been quiet. Uh, the ESPN Sports Zone in Anaheim is closing. They're going to put a new hotel oh, really? uh, in Disneyland uh, to, to have another Disney property. So still kind of keeping an eye on things. Obviously, there's uh, lots to talk about. Uh, and uh, let's get to it. By the way, are there any new rides out there? I know you like Splash Mountain and uh, the teacups, but uh, I don't know what else you're enjoying out there. I don't like the teacups at all. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about uh, I don't know about how many other guys are out there can relate to this, but in and around late 30s, early 40s, any ride that uh, had spins, like I can do roller coasters, no problem. Uh, but you get me on the teacups where it's got that nonstop spinning motion, and uh, it's not a good situation. So just. Uh, we're, we're about an hour into our uh, Legoland excursion, so uh, hopefully it's only a, a three-hour tour to uh, pay homage to one of the uh, greatest uh, television sitcoms of all time, which far preceded you. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Well, let's get to... Uh, Gilligan's the... Island. Okay, yeah, I know I watched a little bit of that. It, it's still, it used yeah. to play on TV. I don't know if it still does. I used to watch uh, reruns Yeah, it used of that. to be on Nickelodeon. Okay. Uh, so let's get to the news of the day, Bob, uh, from an Oilers standpoint. Um, I'm not sure how much you know about uh, Joel Persson, or if, that, if, if that's even how you pronounce the name. I'm assuming that is. It's a Swedish name. Um, Ryan Rashaga out in Denmark of the Worlds said today that it sounds like the Oilers may have locked up uh, Persson. I know Elliot Friedman in 31 Thoughts back in January had mentioned that the Oilers were showing interest in him. So it looks like uh, they're on the track to assigning him. Uh, I was talking about this being a... You know, the skill set is there. 
it's a skill set the Oilers need, but can he uh, translate that to a, an NHL game? We'll have to wait and see. But anything else you can add on this uh, potential signing? Well, he's right shot. He's a skilled guy, a bit of a late bloomer. Usually the way these deals go, uh, Brennan, is there's a verbal deal, a uh, verbal acceptance that's taken place, and then they negotiate the deal after. Uh, because of his age, uh, you're looking at a one-year deal on an ELC uh, with a base, uh, potentially with a bonus. That's kind of how it works. So the bases are $925,000, and I have no idea what the bonus structure would uh look like again at this stage but uh you know i think it's fair to say that given ryan's track record that this is uh probably fait accompli that he'll be at odor's training camp with the ball he'll have an opportunity to push for some playing time uh ov2 I, I, in fairness to him i don't think underperformed as a uh, as a signing and i i think that there's a chance that person uh you know can maybe fill a bit of a, a short-term need as a as a right shot puck mover it has been a significant improvement for him in terms of moving up divisions. I'll be honest, I've never seen him play a shift. So I have no idea what type of player he is other than the fact that the numbers uh, indicate that he can move it a bit. He's got a good shot. Well, there are a few videos uh, highlight packages of his game on YouTube and there was one video where he gets absolutely flattened. He's not the biggest guy, but uh, there was another video where he actually he hammers the puck home from the blue line in the power play. So he has a good shot. We know that. Uh, and uh, maybe you look at Ethan Bear, Bob. Of course, he's in the mix to crack a spot on the Oilers roster next season. Maybe this pushes uh, Bear to the uh, minors to start the season if uh, Persson can come in and uh, crack the roster. But the other the other uh, domino is we don't know exactly what else Peter Shirley has planned for the blue line this offseason. Well, that's, that's it. I've, I've got no clue. I mean, they spent some money on Koskinen. Uh, again, it's my belief that the base, you know, of this it'll be an ELC on a one-year deal because he's, I think he's 24. So uh, you only have to do a one-year uh, contract in that situation. So they get an opportunity to take a look at it. Uh, unlike many others who want to hand Ethan Bear a job, I'm not one of those guys. I think Ethan's got significant work to do, and maybe by the final third of next season, you know, maybe he works his way at all next year. Might take him longer than that. So. We'll see what Person can do, and and you kind of go from there. But the right shot versus the left shot for a V two, um, you know, that's, to me that's going to help him. Uh, you know, and and we'll we'll see whether or not he can, uh, in terms of how the dimensions change from a coaching staff perspective. Um, you know, who's running the power play, that sort of thing. I mean, in theory, coaching staffs were collaborative efforts. The Oilers need a right shot. This guy's going to obviously get a lot there. Um, at some point during the preseason. Uh, you mentioned uh, Koskinen and Bob. The Oilers, of course, uh, he'll likely be the backup next season, pushing Talbot for some starts. But the Oilers also signed a Stuart Skinner uh, this week, fresh off his uh, WHL championship. He's off to the Memorial Cup. We had him on the show yesterday. But what do you think uh, the Oilers' plan is for Skinner? Do you see him maybe, you know, uh, being the backup at the AHL level or maybe being the starter in the ECHL? Or I guess there is the option to send him back to junior, but with uh, Swift Current sort of loading up this year, I don't really see a benefit for that if, with him going back to a, a weaker Swift Current team next season. So what do you think the plan would be uh, for Skinner next year? That's a great question because you take a look at it. Obviously, we know Koskinen's going to be here. What about Montoya? Now, maybe there's a chance that they can offload Montoya in the offseason. Um, we'll have to wait and see on that front. Or maybe he gets claimed early on waivers if he comes to training camp. Um, this is as well under contract and they 
We might have lost uh, Bob there. Just uh, put him on hold. Uh, Devin, can you check in on the uh, connection with Bob, and we'll try to bring him back on as uh, Bob was just talking about uh, Stuart Skinner. Um, we'll see if we can get him on here very shortly. You can text us 630-630. Give us a call on our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The news of the day for the Oilers. It sounds like they've signed uh, Joel Person, and we just lost Bob, so we'll try to reconnect with him here very shortly. Uh, 24-year-old right shot defenseman playing in the SHL last season. He had uh, six goals, 34 points in 34 or 54 games, and added uh, five points in 13 playoff games. Second in uh, the SHL in uh, scoring amongst defensemen. So he has the skill set. He's what the Oilers need, and he'll compete for a spot in uh, training camp in the fall. We'll get back to uh, NHL Today here quickly. We were uh, getting to NHL Today before Bob came on. You can also text us 630-630. Texter says it's pronounced uh, Pearson. Howie says that Pearson signing is a step in the right direction. A small deal that may work out. The Oilers cannot risk any major trades. Another texter says, please stop playing that Tampa Bay play-by-play guy. That guy is too much. Well, he's excited about uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think we have Bob back uh, on the line here. Bob, you're just talking about the plan for uh, Stuart Skinner next season. Yeah, I don't know what it is. You know, and the thing to me that's really interesting is just how far he came over the last uh, couple months. I mean, let's face it, he outdueled Carter Hart in the WHL final. 948 save percentage, 918. Players have to be excited. This was a third-round draft choice, so it was a Inevitable, they were going to sign him. But by my count, they got six goaltenders under contract, and most organizations carry five. So, does that mean Montoya gets moved at some stage? I'm not sure. Does that mean you go with Storette and Skinner uh, down on the farm uh, in the A, and then Wells in the ECHL? If you got down a six or down a five, I guess you could do that. But then you don't have a lot of experience, uh, you know, for Jay Woodcroft to deal with. So, this is going to be a very intriguing situation. I don't think we could, we truly know the answer yet. Uh, you know, we might have a better idea after the NHL draft. That's my guess. Yeah, and I guess you could still send uh, Wells back to a junior as well, Bob. I guess that's an option, too. Or so. Skinner. You could, yeah, send, or Skinner. You could sign, send either guy back. So, so you would have the option. Uh, you know, obviously Skinner had a much better season this year than uh, Wells. By the way, Brendan, I know Elliot Friedman put out that Edmonton was, uh, uh, had kicked tires on Kovalchuk. I mean, sometimes, you know, agents take conversations that are um, you know with, with lower ranking personnel and organizations it's an FYI if but my understanding is from a, a you know fairly well placed sources that there is never a serious consideration of Kovalchuk uh, the owners don't actually have a lot of cap space here moving forward and so we'll uh, you know uh, you know, I, I, I do think that it's not a realm of possibility that they try to find a way to get some help in their top six. But I'm, I'm thinking there may need to be a, a contract moved, maybe in the bottom six, to make that happen. I mean, I'm, I'm just sort of trying to explore my own mind as to how they would, would kind of do it. Like, could they take on a $4 million player? Yeah, if they could move out $2 bucks somewhere else. So, But as for Kovalchuk, uh you know, I think everybody knew all along that uh, Russian players tend to favor, uh, you know, Eastern Seaboard teams, and specifically the New York area. And that's, I have heard Florida for Kovalchuk. 
as an option. Of course, there's significant tax breaks in the Florida marketplace uh, for players. Um, and if Lula Morello ends up with the New York Islanders, I could see that being that uh, making some sense as well. But I, 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 I've never once heard that Kovalchuk would be a uh, primary target for the Oilers. Yeah, I'm happy you brought that up because there was a texter yesterday out of Pinoca saying he was in Russia with some buddies and he heard some rumors that Kovalchuk was coming to Edmonton, but uh, I think it's all hearsay. Uh, I don't see it happening. They they are likely in the mix, though, to sign a veteran right winger, but uh, I don't think they can land Kovalchuk either. Um, any update on the uh, coaching staff, Bob? Um. You know, I think that some of the names that are out there make a lot of sense. Leave it at that. Okay. Well, while we have you here, uh, a sad uh, day over the weekend with uh, Claire Drake yeah. passing away. I know you wanted to hit on that because uh, you were close to Claire and uh, you were obviously involved with uh, the U of A program for a number of years. So uh, a sad day. I, we lost a good hockey man. Yeah, you know, I just missed him. Like the first year I did the play-by-play of the team was 89-90. That was the year he worked with the Winnipeg Jets. That was Bill Morris, uh, you know, first year. Claire, you'd see Claire around at various events at golf tournaments and obviously in the arena often. Uh, you know, I, I sort of defer to the Ken Hitchcocks and the Mike Babcocks of the world to talk about his impact in terms of, you know, on the ice and pressure on the penalty kill and the sharing of information. And uh, the best people share, Brendan. It doesn't matter if you're a broadcast team. Best guys share the air. You know, I'm down in California. The best actors share the screen. Uh, the best players share the puck and the best coaches, you know, they share thoughts and ideas. And then in terms of how he conducted himself, I mean, he's just a tremendous person. As a former SID at that institution, uh, the, other, the other coaches all attempted to emulate Claire Drake. Uh, Don Horvath was a guy I got along with great. And, you know, that's what he said when he went in there back in the early 1980s. You know, he wanted to be like Claire. So, um, you know, in terms of the closeness of the role, I, I kind of de- defer there to, you know, the, the Stan Marples and Ian Herbers, George Lajoie's of recent years and, uh, and definitely the Bill Moore. So, you, you know, Bill, I think, was the closest of all the coaches. He was his assistant coach for a number of years. Um, you know, hopefully uh, Claire's off at a better place. I mean, he was 89 years of age. He had a hell of a life. He impacted a lot of people's lives. They'll be missed. Well, that's why you're the best, Bob, because you share the spotlight with me. You let me host uh, your show for a week. So uh, that's uh, a big honor. So. <laughs> keep, that seat, keep that seat warm, brother. All right. Well, we have a best we'll of show on Monday, so you have an extra day off. I don't know if you knew that. I'm looking forward to that. Take care. Thanks, okay, Brendan. talk to you on Tuesday. That's uh, Bob Stoffer from Disneyland uh, with the kids at Legoland today. So, Bob, uh, chiming in on uh, the news of the day for the Oilers. Reports uh, from Ryan Rashog that they have locked up Swedish D-man uh, Joel Persson. We're way late for a break, Devin. You'll have to do some maneuvering here, uh, but... Uh, You'll get the hang of it. That's how things work here on Withers Now. It's 1228 in Edmonton. Eileen Bell is your 1230 News Update. When we come back, Craig Simpson from Las Vegas. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca.